Blog Talk Radio. The term more started to, to become interchangeable with the term black because it was basically the same thing. But when the slave trade started, they tried to objectify um, black people, Moorish people. So they would use the term interchangeably and they would just switch on to calling people black. But if you look at a lot of old documents, there's even slave ships called Blackamoor, if you look at slave records. There was even a boxer out of Virginia who was very popular in the early 1800s named Tom Molyneux, and his nickname was The Moor. So that name was definitely used interchangeably with black or Negro at that time. Moor means black. Like Negro, Ethiopian. Moor means black. Moor is not a people. Moor is a color. That they have taken this word more and they have associated more with Muslim. There were Moors that weren't Muslim. More means black. There were Christian Moors. There were Moors that, that practiced a traditional African faith system. So that more means black, simple. When the Moors went into Europe, they changed the uh, appearance of the population. Do you see? So you have Italians. Spaniards being darker than the Scandinavians. A Scandinavian person told me that they never considered the Italians or Jewish people to be white. Do you see? Because the lighter people are further north. When I went to Europe, I would always look at pictures and I would always see a moor and sometimes I would see like a skull and bones. And many of the moors would have a skull and bones flag. That's what pirates are known for. There were many Moorish pirates. There was even a Barbary War where they were, um, the U.S. was fighting Moorish pirates up in North Africa and the Barbary Coast. And there's even a secret organization called the Skull and Bones. And we know that masonry comes from Moorish science. So there's always a connection there with the Moors. And it's important that as we begin to develop an understanding of this society that it, it's not Freemason as we know, and that the Moors brought in this knowledge into Europe. Africans brought this knowledge into Europe. And in bringing this knowledge into Europe, the Knights Templars and other organizations were born out of this. And peoples of European descent were exposed to alchemy, okay, the periodic table of elements, the laboratory, how to take information, how to take elements and atoms and to begin to manipulate them to make them into different types of molecules. The basic one is hydrogen, two hydrogen is helium, three hydrogen is lithium, six is carbon, eight is oxygen. So you, so, so you have this alchemy that's going to come and they're going to begin to study, they're going to begin to learn, they're going to become, they're, they're going to create societies that's going to develop an understanding. This is going to be what eventually is going to become Freemasonry because only a select group of people in Europe is going to be exposed to this information. But the secret of masonry of who we really are, the Moors, is being here on this land, this particular land. Because it was called, in many names, you had Turtle Island that we called it, or Tula, or El Morak, the different terms that we had. And the original map of America was written by a guy named Idrisi. The original map was written in um, Sanskrit. Antarctica was actually mapped by a Moor. And most people don't know it was mapped by a Moor. And they have old topographical evidence of old maps of Antarctica. That's why the Nazis fled there, because they knew that there were places there under the ice that they could actually inhabit and hide.
I just this is one of those shows that takes all your energy. So, fam, this is a sacrifice of love tonight. I'm telling you. Um, so uh, we we're here and we got a good guest. Y'all really gonna like our guest coming your way. And um, but before we bring on the guest, before we bring on the guest, uh, I want to do some other things here, uh, and then we get all these other things out of the way. Some uh, some things we have to do, uh, and then we'll bring. I guess on not to mention some very important black history coming your way. Also, we got Tasha in the house, uh, audio anyway, coming your way with her three R's, recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. We also have two e-carriages. I said that last week and forgot one of them, but tonight we're going to try to make sure we get two e-carriages. Darling, make sure I don't forget to do the two e-carriages last week because we don't meet every week, family. So we missed the week before last, so we're going to play that one as well as the one on uh, this week. This e-carriager comes out on Mondays, and I like to save them and play them on the show on Tuesdays. So we'll play yesterday's e-carriager and last week's e-carriager. And cousin, please try to help me remember to do that. So anyway, darling, you're okay. doing pretty good, and uh, I think our guest is doing excellent. That's really good to hear. Wanna um, kind of mention some things happened over the weekend. I want to get this, make sure, make sure that I let everybody know um, about Miss Marcia Shaw, who we lost. I don't like the word lost when I'm talking about believers. I'll just say she passed on to be in a better place. Marsha Shaw is the husband, the daughter. Look at me. I'm just so tripped up tonight. It may, it's going to be one of these nights, folks. But she is, he is, she is definitely the wife of Donald Shaw, who is often on this show as co-host. So Marsha uh, went on to be with the father. Um, last week, and uh, we had her memorial service on Saturday. And Don, one of them, just passed the word to everybody that he sent his love to you, could make the show. And uh, he told me just to let everybody know that she was a good wife and a good mother and a hard worker. And uh, God has assured him that she is in heaven. So um, he wished a us a great show tonight, so that's for Donald Jr. If you can, hit him up on Facebook. And also, he has children, which is um, Keisha from another marriage, and then from uh, with Marcia kids is going to be uh, Matthew, Martin, and Marcus, and then Mia, all of the M's. Uh, again, they're on Facebook. Say hi to them. Just type in the word Shaw. And, uh, the uh, you can go actually look at the names of everybody's a part of the Ed Nisbell page, and you'll see their names. Uh, should see all of them. Just go and say hi to them. Uh, but anyway, very, um, very um, inspiring funeral, uh, cousin, darling. I'm telling you, uh, the kids got up, and I didn't think they would get up and speak. I know it's very hard to speak at your parents' funeral. You know, so everybody mm-hmm. can't do that. But they all got up, Don. Uh, again, Keisha, uh, Martin, Matthew, and Marcus, and Mia all got up and spoke about their mom, and it was very moving, very touching. And uh, so, anyway, keep that family in your prayers, folks. Keep the family in your prayers, and hopefully Don may yeah. join us maybe in two weeks or maybe later. Okay? You heard anything about that, uh, darling, anything about the funeral or the home going of Marcia? I read a little bit on Facebook where it was a celebration. Uh, yes, well. People just seemed to forget that they were even at a funeral. It was actually 
what you call the celebration of life. Right. It sure was. It sure was. And that's the way it should be. I mean, I remember my mother when she passed because we got we got up on the we got on a lot of uh, cri- uh, scrutiny. Uh, people didn't like the fact we rejoiced. We didn't wear black. That's totally untraditional. But my mother knew that one day. I'm just talking about Marsh and her kids and being how hard it is to get up and do anything. That's why I'm bringing the story up. But my mother knew one day she would not be on this planet. She wrote a letter, like a lot of us should do. What What's going to happen? What do you want your kids to do when you go dead and gone? And Mama did that before she was even sick. And so we all knew about the letter, but we didn't think she'd ever die, you know. And then she actually died. And so all we could do is focus on that letter. It gave us strength. It really did. So that's what we focus on. And um, <laughs> she wanted us to wear purple. She wanted us to rejoice. And we all spoke, and it was really a challenge. So anyway, kudos to Matthew, Martin, Marcus, uh, Mia, as well as Keisha for doing a very good job. And well, Don Jr., he spoke good as well. So that's what's happening, folks. That's what happened on Saturday. All right. But, darling, you got some other things going on with you, lots of news and information for the family. And, again, folks, we've got a mystery guest coming your way in a little bit, in a little bit, on one of those sides of the family. We don't hear from that often, so y'all should be very blessed. You hear a lot? You're going to get to know a whole new, well, not a whole new, but you're going to get to learn a little bit more about another side of the family. And so we are in 15 states. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to know. And again, just just to go over this, because I don't always say this, darling. I think I should repeat this. Again, the the, the goal of the show is to get to know each other. Okay, it's simply to just get to know each other, get the networking, get to get find out who's who, know who uh, MB Dugan is, know who in his buddy side of the family is, know your branches, family, know who Azalee is, that's their sister. You know, uh, just know all of these various branches, Addie's side of the family. Know, you know, who Dosha is, you know. We got to know who are at least the branches. We're not, the goal is not to know every single person. But the, we just got to do better than, 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 than what we've been doing. And I think we have accomplished uh, that first goal to, to almost. And then the next thing, once we know these names and, and who the, some of the main people are or the key people in these families or the, or the uh, pillars in the family or the, the older people in the family, elders, I, I'm, I'm trying to say, then we want to network. Um, excuse me, then we want to encourage each other, build up each other, inspire each other. And we can do that on Facebook. We can do that on emails. We can do it on this phone line. Just say good things about each other. Uh, you know, we, we don't just want to know each other. We want to contribute to each other's success by by saying good things fine-tune highlight the good things there's a lot of bad things but we wanted to on this show on this show highlight the good the uplifting and then the third goal once we're we know who each other are we know the various branches we know quite a few people on every side each branch and we're encouraging each other. We're saying good things about each other, highlighting the good things about each other. Then we want to see if we can network. And I do mean network. Network, network on all levels, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I should have said that one first. Spiritually, for sure, spiritually. And last, financially. 
but definitely included. So anyway, family, those are our goals, and we just ask everybody to be positive and patient with us. Be patient with Darlene and Seth, because we don't always get it right. Right, Darlene? <laughs> That's true. So That's true. Anyway, I heard there's some music going in now, so I'm going to switch songs here. But while I'm doing that, darling, go ahead and just tell us what's happening with you. Uh, with uh, you got a lot going on. Just give us a little bit, give us some news and information that you mentioned earlier. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. First of all, I want to remind everybody that we have six months before the family reunion. The family reunion is going to be August 3rd, 4th, and 5th here in Austin, Texas. And um, I want to ask people, if you know of someone that have not heard of the family reunion and they need information to pass it on, uh, or you can have them to contact me or a sad, or, or my Aunt Emma, Um I'm just needing help in getting the word out right now. <clears throat> yes, do that, family. Okay, and I need And you want to talk about to... some of the events and highlights of that? I am. <laughs> I am. I need people also to make their reservations at the hotel because I, as my understanding, is another family reunion going on and uh, we don't want to be without room. Okay. Okay. Um, the reunion is third, fourth, and fifth. That Thursday we're going to have a meet and greet at the hotel and that Friday we're going on a boat cruise downtown Lake in Austin and I think you all are really going to enjoy that. Saturday we are hopefully we're going to go on a duck tour and what that is is a tour around Austin and um, with all the information given to you and and that evening it's going to be the banquet where we go all out we're going to have the banquet like we did in Dallas okay um and um, I I kind of need a count as to how many people I I, I did receive word that uh, quite a few people are not getting the information. That's why I'm doing this right now, so people can uh, know. You know, we're we're needing to know how many people we need a head count. To continue um, Right now we're in a standstill You know I, I can't Tell people I'm having 50 people Because at this point I just don't know Okay um, Okay And the breakdown also We're going to have t-shirts um, And you know I need The sizes and I have the price um, and everything. So I, I'm just needing help with getting the word out at this point. Beautiful. Uh, anything else, Seth? 
on that one? Oh, well, you mentioned the date, you know, the, the, what they call the what, where, when. So you got all that in, and you talked about some of the activities. I think you did good. And I uh, encourage family members, uh, start with myself, to be there, to go and uh, get to know family. That's why, let me just say this, you know, some people, I know some people somewhere is thinking this, because I used to think it. What is the benefit of the reunion? What's the benefit? And I like to share a few things. And then I would ask my co-host, Darlene, if you could. I know you didn't know I was going to spring this on you. But just some benefits you may think of. You always do good on this question. Anyway, I've asked before, actually. But some of the immediate benefits of family is there's a lot of questions people have. Normally, folks want to know, who were my people? Where am I from? What kind of people were they? And then some people get even deeper. They want to know characteristics, uh, traits, character. You know, they want to know what type of spirit these people were about. And some people won't even go even deeper. They want to know some of the strongholds, some of the things they need to look out for, maybe health issues. Health issues is a major one. Doctors often ask you, well, does this run in your family? Does that run in your family? So family reunion is an excellent time. The conversations around coffee and dinner, uh, it's an excellent time to figure out uh, just different things about the family. Uh, excuse me, I accidentally played that. I didn't mean to play that. But uh, family reunions are also good just because normally family gives each other a chance. They're not like strangers. Normally when somebody's related, you don't have as many fears. You're trusting and therefore, a relationship can be a little faster because you don't have all these hoops to jump over. Is he a criminal? Da 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 da. Which I know family members, some of them have issues too. But I'm telling you, family reunions can be golden, especially if you got family members and they're reaching out to you. You can build friendships, bonds. Sometimes these friendships last a long, long time. So that's a few things I can think of. I'm sure if I tried, I could probably think of more. And not to mention, we folks, we live in a world that's very spiritual. And sometimes there are curses. I know a lot of people don't want to go there, but it's the truth that may be upon, you know, that we can break. We have the power to break break through these uh, poverty curses sometimes. There's all types of generational curses. And maybe one day I'm going to do a show that I did on our old show. And a lot of people like that that program we did on generational curses. But you got to first know your people is to even start trying to break some of these curses. So this is just a few things I can think of. There's a whole lot more. Darling, anything come to your mind when you think of some of the um, benefits of a, of a reunion? Well, I guess mine is kind of like a little selfish because I do family research. And um, everybody brings something to the table as far as um, connecting the dots and everything. Yes, and yes. I just kind of like to know my people. You know, I went to a function in Fort Worth, and it was wall-to-wall Douglases. It was standing room only, and um, I sit there, and I looked around, and I was like, 
it was different for me, okay, because I had never been in that setting with the Douglas side of my family. I've been in that setting with my mother's side, you know, where it's wall to wall, just us. And it was, you know what I mean when I say it was a weird, good feeling? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it was like standing room only. And everybody in there was Douglas's. It was it was a good feeling. So anyway. And these are just a few reasons we can think of. Again, she, uh, Darlene and all is going to put on the spot. It's all kind of reasons we can think of. We have more time. <laughs> but, folks, if you can, please make it out to Austin, Texas, and get to know your people. We need to network. We need to get together. You don't know when. You don't know what is going to happen. I'm going to tell you another reason I didn't think of to just now. We don't know what's coming down to shoot on the, in this country. We don't know. And we may need to network like emergency kind of networking. Serious. We don't know. And ain't nothing worse than trying to get together at the last minute. And you don't know. And you don't trust folk. It's just, just a big mess. But if you know this people have that expertise, this person may be a farmer. This people may own land. This people may have an expertise on how to, you know, survival techniques. Uh, somebody might be medically inclined in the family. Somebody may just be good with, you know, government agencies and get know how to get information out. You just never know. I mean, we're networking every day with strangers, right? We're networking every day with people that don't give a hoot about us, right? Right? Well, why not network with people whose blood and who cares about you and who's trying to build something? Remember, our children got to do the same thing. And if we ain't connected, how in the hoops they going to be connected? If we don't trust each other, how are they going to trust their cousins? And so we will be forever looking to people that don't care for us to provide for us, to look out for us, to protect us. And y'all know how much success we had in this country doing that. So anyway, anyway, that's the 2017 reunion in Austin, Texas. Directed by Darlene Douglas. Y'all check it out. Check it out. And you have some other things in your heart, right, Darlene? Some other things you're working on? Well, um, yes. I want to mention Robbie had came forward. Uh, Robbie Nelson had came forward, and she talked about a cruise. And the date says September. It's kind of short now. September the 18th through the 15th, and it's leaving out of um, Vancouver. And if you're interested in that cruise, um, give Robbie a call or hit us up on Facebook and, and we'll get you the information to that cruise. This year, September 18th through the 25th, okay. And then what I brought forward last, what, well, two Tuesdays ago was a cruise going out of Galveston, Texas, in 2018, October 2018, and it costs $25 right now to book your room per person. And you have from now until July 17th, 2018, that's a whole year to pay for it. And wow, I mean, now where is that one going again? It's going to Montego Bay, 
Cayman Islands and Cosmeon, Mexico. Wow. Wow, and Lord have It's going to be on a brand. Huh? Oh, okay. I would just say, it's Lord, I would ship. love to go on that group. I got to The challenge is always either time, energy, money. I always know to have the energy, but it's time, energy, money. Those three ducks got to line up time, energy, money, and interest. Interest. You got to be interested. Of course, I'm interested. Go ahead. Well, you got over a year. You got a year. And that kind of led way you you can't pass up. And the ship is brand new. I think it's it's just now starting next month, I believe. It's Carnival Vista. Vesta. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one, 2018. And that's good stuff that's there. Yeah. Well, and you know what, Darling has named some very, very good uh, uh, outings. And uh, family, one of these days, we are going to be that family that we this vision we have. We are going to be that family. We're going to be able to take cruise and enjoy each other, enjoy each other's talents, uh, wherever we're at in life. Again, this show is not about highlighting folk that necessarily got it all together, got all their ducks in line. This is just family. All types of family. And one day, I want to make that very clear because I think right now it's not clear. But we truly want a little bit of everybody on this phone line, young and old. And speaking of that, um, darling, hit that a little bit because I know you've talked that that's that's something you've been dear to your heart, trying to get the various family members from all walks of life. Hit that really quick. And I know we're going to move and we're going to be moving right along here talking about black history and then getting our guests on here shortly. But... Just hit that a little bit, please, because uh, and, and, and why, before Darlene even say what she have to say about that, I just want to remind everybody, folks, we we don't want to pick necessarily all the time the guests because it can look like we're being biased or whatever. Maybe not, but we really need y'all to tell us who you want to see on the show. It's all kind of folks happening on various parts, various branches of the family. We don't know. We don't have a clue. Some of y'all are doing so well in life. You're doing so well on various levels, and we don't know who you are. This show is not trying to highlight everybody that's just, again, perfect. We want to have on all of you, hopefully, at some point. But, darling, hit that real quick, please. Okay. I think we had talked about having a young group on, and it. we had also talked about it may turn off the older people. Um, but we kind of like to give them a chance to see where their minds at. Right. Uh, we just we want the the young, the not so young, the older, and just just whoever. Absolutely. And it's hard. Uh, darling, because, you know, young people, some of them, boy, they swear up and down. They're not going to listen to nothing else but rap music. And they swear up and down. If you ain't cussing every other word, you ain't hip. You ain't down. You ain't real. So this makes it very hard to have older people and young people in the same forum. So that's the challenge. But there, there are exceptions to the rules. Some young people listen to older people. Some older people is not that bit where they can't hear some rap, which I may play a little bit, a little bit actually. But uh, 
So we're just trying, folks. We don't know what quite to do, but play sometime. We want to appease the older people that want to hear, uh, you know, Amazing Grace. And we also, those that just got to hear Ludacris or uh, Wheezy or somebody, you know, <laughs> whoever's hot. Because, you know, that changes in like every week with these young people. There's another thing. You got to be in the loop. And I'm definitely not in the loop. So if you some young people out there listening to us tonight, remember, uh, you can always contact us and maybe we'll let you run the whole show. We'll just sit back and tell you what the, how to run the controls and just let y'all do a whole entire show. And I mean that. Hit us up. Hit us up. Well, Darlene, let me ask you this. Uh, before we bring on the guests, and I don't know how long Miss Linda, uh, actually, look at that, I almost blew the, blew the, but uh, we got to talk about her anyway, so it's going to miss you long enough, but I don't know how long I guess it's going to go tonight, what I'm trying to say, uh, but if we do run out of juice or the uh, guests is, you know, have to go or something, we will include the black history we do have, right, Darlene? We got a lot of little clips. Well, I ain't going to say a lot, but we got some for you, family, some very important um, uh, black history moments. Uh, darling, have a little something. I have a little something. Y'all can't miss this. But first, I want to go here since we promised our guests we're going to have them on at 830. I want to do this one. Take a little short break. And then we're going to come on with our guests. And like I say, if we have time left, we'll do the black history. If not, we'll visit in two weeks. Okay? So, darling, you okay with the break right now? Yes. Okay. Well, fam, we're going to go ahead and take that break. And uh, we'll be right back. Just a little something, something. I got to uh, do a few little things here, and we will be right back. Tonight's show probably will not be as long as it normally is. So we'll see how that goes. Be right back, family.
okay, we'll let that play in the background. Well, I able to do that. So thank y'all for that little, allowing me to take a little short break. Well, family, again, you're tuned into the Douglas County Family Friends Network. And we're just swinging right away. Uh, well over 60 shows now. Uh, I have Darling on the line. Darling, your line is now open. And uh, folks, like I said, we had a surprise for you. Have a surprise for you. So we'll go ahead and I'll let Darling in tell y'all what the surprise is going to be and who is going to be and what mm-hmm. branch of the family the surprise is from. So Darling, go right ahead and let everybody know what who we have on tonight. Okay, tonight we have Linda Cooper. And when she gets on, I'm going to let her tell you her her last name. She is the daughter of Thelma Douglas Cooper and the granddaughter of Albert Sonny Boy Douglas. I um, met Linda at, um, oh, my goodness, down in the country on 4th of July function some years back, and I believe she's the oldest of uh, Thelma's kids, and um, I run into her every now and then when I'm at home in Rockdale, and I believe they were students of Lexington, but uh, what I'm going to do at this point, I'm going to let her come on and tell you all the rest so I won't mess up anything. Okay, well, let's go ahead and uh, go to the phone lines to see here. Always Well, darling, I appreciate that little bio, little short intro, and um, I talked with a little bit Linda also today, and um, I'm looking as forward as the family is to meet her on um, the sunny boy side of the family. Air code four seven nine two two two. Linda, you there? Yep. Well, how are you doing, young lady? I'm doing fine. How are you all? We're blessed, blessed, blessed. Can't complain. Can't complain. And Linda, go ahead and tell everybody uh, what city you're calling from and your full name and how you're related to the Ed and Isabel uh, family, if you don't mind, please. I'm calling from Fort Smith, Arkansas, and I'm Reverend Linda C. Equal BK Matt. <laughs> Say it again. I'm a, I'm a minister, Reverend Linda C. Equal BK Matt. Where do you go by? What do everybody call you? Um. Most people here call me Pastor or Reverend or Reverend Linda. Okay. All right. Well, what we normally do is just, okay. What we normally do since we're all family, we just kind of lose the titles. If you, do you mind us calling you Linda tonight? Does that bother you any? Yes. That's fine. Yeah, we're just trying to be all family just so nobody won't feel up or down or, or you know. So what happens if you have a show where you're dressing everybody with doctor and all this, then folks are afraid to come on, and we already have that problem as it is. You know, so we're trying to get everybody just to know we're just family here, Seth, Darlene, and uh, then we tell everybody what we do, and they can hear the, the career. They can hear the titles once we tell them what we do. But welcome to the show. 
thank you for accepting the invitation to come on and to introduce yourself to your family, which is in 15 states. Now, go ahead and tell us how you related to Ed and Isabel uh, uh, Kennedy Douglas. As I was saying to her darling earlier, I, I don't know her. I know Grandpa Sonny Boy Douglas, uh, which is my mother's father. Oh, oh, okay. Um, here's the deal, Linda. Because uh, Sonny Boy's mother name was Isabel Kennedy. And his dad's name was Ed Douglas, and um, and that that's good, you know, because you you um, now you know. Absolutely, yeah. and, and Uncle Uncle Sonny Boy is 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 is, is serious name in his family. Like Darlene just said, this is the this is the Ed is this is the Douglas Kennedy Douglas Kennedy Ed Douglas Isabel Kennedy. Family and Friends Network, and their son, one of their sons, was named Albert Sonny Boy Douglas, and that's your grandfather. So, family, welcome to the show again. And Linda, go ahead and tell us if you got any children, uh, or you know, again, you say you caught it from Fort Hood, Arkansas. I see that we have it on, on the list. We got that on our list of 15. I want to make sure we had that a part of the 15 states where we have Arkansas already, though. But go ahead and tell me. Would you say something, darling? Fort Smith. I think you said Fort Hood. Oh, my bad. Fort Smith. But go ahead and talk about your kids or I don't know if you're married or just a little bit about your kids. Let's do this. Um... Get my questions out here. I always have my, my little list of questions. I like that. But go ahead and tell everybody, uh, first of all, who are your kids and where are they at? Uh, I'm the mother of, of six. I have five living. I have three daughters that they're in Houston. Uh, I have a son. I have two sons here in Arkansas. Um, my oldest son is Down Syndrome. And so I went and got him from Texas. So he's out here with me. Uh, oh, wow. I will be, I will be in you all's area uh, this coming weekend. I'll be in Texas. Uh, my, I have two, I have three daughters, and they, they're all in ministry. But my second one is getting ordained uh, this coming Saturday. So, and my baby son. Uh, preached his first sermon when he was 14, and he's 31 now. So uh, I don't think uh, when I was coming up and being around Grandpa, Sonny Boy, and going to Fort Worth, uh, I didn't even know if we had any ministers in the family. I, uh, God called me into ministry when I was 19. I was at Falkland College. And I was among 23 ministers, and I was the only female. So, and now looking back over it, I never would have thought that uh, I would have had children that would have gone on and God would have called them into ministry. Um, I had a son to die, and I became a mortician as well. So, 
as as we look at it, um, I think what we learn is just because we feel that we've been given a lemon, that we don't have to just take the lemon, we can make lemonade out of it. And that has yeah. been one of the things that I taught my children um, years ago when I uh, was in Mary Kay. I learned something that Mary Kay used to tell us, uh, which always reached for the stars. And I had heard it with my mother. But, you know, uh, hearing when you're hearing it from your parents, it's always uh, you feeling that they just want you to be extraordinary. <laughs> and right. so, but uh, when I was in Mary Kay and Venezuela's director, she used to say, you know, reach for the stars and if you uh, we don't get the stars, you'll land among the moon. And so that was something that I passed on to my children because my mother had also said it. But like I said, um, it wasn't about, uh, at that time, seeing all those things and going to places that I've gone and done the things that I've done and, you know, been to another country and got a chance to see how they live in Saudi Arabia. And as I tell my children, we have to lead by example. And my mother, uh, of course, was Grandpa's son's boy's daughter. And I, I always admired my mother, the ambitions, the, the goals. She didn't let ten of us stop her from being where she wanted, and she just made us excel because what we saw. Well, 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 let me do this. Let me let me do this before you get on your mom, because I know how this that'll go. You'll be able to, when we get to talk about our moms, we got so much to say, and I want to make sure I cover some other grounds. You can talk about your mom for the whole show, but let me get just make sure we cover some other grounds that we probably that's known to miss on interviews. So, uh, and again, hold that thought about your mom, because I definitely want to hear that. Okay, it's very important. But you mentioned your children. So how many children you have again? I'm the mother of six, and I have five living. Um, my oldest one is Kenneth Ray Howard. That's my Down syndrome son. Uh, Teresa Deshaun Clark is my second one. And Linda Monet Coleman is my uh, that's the third one. Uh, and Chelsea Lynn uh is one of the girls, and then the last one is Thomas Edwin uh, Edward B.K. So those are my my children to live in. I had a son to die, and so I had three three boys and three girls. What was his name, the one that passed? Uh, it was Thomas Edwin Wallace the second. Okay. And so we just want to know, and everybody, you said, uh, give us the cities again where they're at. I got three daughters in Houston, Texas. I have my oldest son, the Down syndrome, is in Fort Smith, Arkansas with me. And my baby is in Bella Vista, Arkansas with his family. All right, all right. Well, again, welcome to the show, and again, thank you for accepting the opportunity. It's good to hear your voice. It's good to know you. Uh, again, cousin, just feel right at home. Kick your feet up, so to speak. 
get a cup of coffee, so to speak, and just enjoy your family tonight. Uh, I want to just say to the to the family listening on the uh, everybody else listening on the phone lines, if you have any questions or comments for Linda, press one, and I'll try to get to you as soon as possible. All right. Again, press one on the phone lines. All right, uh, Linda, I want to um, your mother uh, again. What's your mother's name? I beg pardon. What is your mother's name? My mother was named Thelma Cooper Douglas. Or Thelma Douglas Cooper. Okay. I understand. All right. So you you are a daughter of Thelma. uh, And uh, do you have any brothers and sisters? Yes. (laughs) How much? It's 10 of us, and I'm the oldest. I, I have... Uh, five brothers and four sisters. Okay. All right. What name? Who are they? Give us the names. Uh, Nola Hamilton is the second one. Gloria Samuel is the third one. Uh, Gentry uh, Junior Cooper is the fourth one. Leon Cooper is the fifth one. Donna Coop, Don Wayne Cooper uh, is the sixth one. Then Lisa uh, Cooper is uh, the seventh. Ali Magdal is the eighth one. Gerald Cooper is the ninth one. And Eldrick Cooper is the tenth one. Eldrick. Yeah, we had Eldrick on the show, right, darling? We did. All right, all right. Well, anyway, yeah. so there's a sibling family. There's a lot. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember all this. <laughs> but, again, the Sunday Boy side of the family is huge. And, the, again, this is uh, children from Thelma, uh, from Sunny Boy, and you're listening to uh, one of Thelma's children. I get that right? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, Miss Thelma, let me go ahead and say this. Uh, uh, Darling, you have any questions? She didn't tell us her grandkids. Uh, go ahead. How many grandchildren I have? Yes. I'm, I have 16 grandchildren. Wow. Wow. Well, we ain't going to put you through that. that you, I know how it is. If you forget one, you're going to be in trouble. So we won't put you through naming all of them. But <laughs> big family. That is a big family. So let me say this, uh, Linda, and the last name is Hood. Correct? No, 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 no. No, no. What's the last name? Y'all bear with me. Last Cooper. name of who? No, you, she, he's getting you mixed. Yeah, she's a Cooper. Okay, then, I got it right. Uh, I, I, I can't you. remember I, that last mind. name. I had a little <laughs> blooper there. I got it. I got it. Linda Cooper. All right, so we're dealing with tonight. Well, anyway... um. I have a question if Darlene don't, but I'm trying to let my co-host go ahead of me. Do you have anything you want to ask her before I got about, you know, we just take turns with these questions? Okay. Um, give us a little bit about your pastimes and your hobbies and books, my past favorite movies. My mm-hmm. and my hobbies? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Hobbies, pastime, anything you'd like to do, books you might read, movies.
movies, you know, you probably have a lot of things you'd like to do when you got time. So just kind of just let the family know tonight who a little bit a little bit about you in, in regards to your pastime and, and favorite things to do. Well, I don't I don't call it my pastime. Um, I enjoy teaching. I really enjoy teaching. I I have taught school. I have taught in. Uh, college and all of that. I, I I enjoy people. So my pastime is being obedient to listening to the Lord and uh, helping people. What kind of things uh, you like to teach? What are some of your favorite things to teach, Linda? Um, really the Bible. I, I now I am certified to teach math. That that that's my. I, I finished from Paul Quinn, so math and English. Math was my major and English was my minor. But uh, being a minister since I was 19, it, it's been teaching. Um, I'm teaching this class now, and uh, it's the Bible. So uh, being in the setting that I'm in, um, my job, I'm the only African American at my job. I work for the post office. And so I've learned that that Bible has kept me where <laughs> I realize that a lot of people don't get a chance to be in the setting that I'm in. And based on knowing that Bible and being humble and obedient, um, being able to uh, every day represent us. Because, like I said, I'm the only African American. On my route so at the post office, and I have to always go in not taking my personal life into the post office, but taking who God is in me into the post office. So, and as far as hobbies and things, I can think of a lot of them, but I would think football is probably one of the things because having my son out here and it was just us. Um, I learned that it was a lot to football other than just somebody bringing the ball from one end to the other. So I got a chance to learn everything about it. So I would say that's that's one of my hobbies because I can watch it and enjoy it or, or help another child with it. And you also, do you like to travel? Because you, you said Saudi Arabia. How did you wind up in Saudi Arabia, may I ask? <laughs> Uh, I do travel a lot. Uh, yes, I I ended up going to Saudi Arabia because I was married to a husband that was working over in Saudi Arabia, so I got a chance to go for almost a month, and I loved everything about it. Um, so, but that was just a part of that. But I do travel a lot. I have traveled extensively, you know. At this, but now I'm I'm kind of laid back. Uh, I was listening to you all talk about cruise and different things, but uh, I, I, those things have always have happened. But what I wanted to share is one of the things that, um, uh, uh, back to my mother, about Excel. And I remember when I was at Paul Quinn, I got called into ministry and I ended up in Atlanta. And that was a lot for this little country girl to be able to, to see and meet. And based on the things that happened while I was in Atlanta, really helped 
me make up my mind where I wanted to go in life and how important it was to be able to meet folks. Uh, at the time, I, I got a chance to meet Dr. Martin Luther King, Daddy, uh, because I was at ITC, and I saw Dr. ITC? Martin Luther Huh? In denomination theological seminary. ITC is in denomination theological seminary. And what does Dr. King's father have to do with that, may I ask? Because he was he was always on campus, and so I got oh, okay. a chance to yeah. He, and then Dr. Martin Luther King's wife, I I I met her. You know, because well, let, 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 let's look. Let, 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 let me slow it down just a little bit because all the people are, are pretty. Uh, influential. So, what what kind of transpired with them, if, if anything, with the father? I mean, was it? I mean, how was the dialogue? Or what was it about? If it wasn't something personal. What I'm trying to say is, it made me realize how you could reach, because with Dr. Martin Luther King's father, he he was a, a people person. It wasn't like you know as if there was a distance because of who his son was, if he wasn't that kind of person, nor was his wife. And so, you know, when I would write back home and tell my mother all these things, and she would always say, you know, uh, God has a plan for you. And in that, I just learned that you could, it doesn't matter where God takes you, you can still be you. That makes sense? Yes, yes, yes. yes. So you think you met his mother? Go ahead. Did you have something? No, I disagree with you all. Okay. Uh, did you, you said you met Dr. Marlis King's mother, Coretta. How was that? That's his uh, wife. I met Dr. Marlis King's wife. I, 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 met, I, I said it wrong. I'm sorry. His <laughs> wife. You said you. How was he down the earth? Um, you know, just like Andrew Young, they were down to earth. They was, they, they wasn't what, you know. I guess what I say about myself, even though I was brought up in the country and I learned to, you know, the labor of work, <laughs> you know, the labor of work, picking garden shopping. It has not stopped me, even though. The things that I've excelled in, I still know the background and the foundation of what made me be who I am, and that's what that's what I'm saying about them. You know, I, I guess if I had not met them, I would have thought, you know, they they you can't touch them; they're off distance uh, to us because of who they are. But I found that's not true, and so it it made me realize. Just because God, you know, puts you in a front line doesn't mean that you're supposed to change. You're still supposed to recognize where you come from in order to get where you you are. I understand. That's, that's, that's some good experiences there. Very good experiences there, Linda. Appreciate you sharing that. And just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing fine. I want to just say to the family listening, again, some of you tuned in a little earlier, a little later, not too long ago. Again, we're talking to Linda Cooper. Linda Cooper's grandfather is Uncle Sonny Boy. Some of you know Miss Elbert or uh, Uncle Sonny Boy, whatever you go by. 
most people say just Uncle Sonny Boy. But uh, this is uh, uh, Linda. That's her grandfather. She's on the line. Thelma's her mother. And we're just talking to her about her children, about her siblings. And now she's talking about some of her travels, having met Dr. Martin King's father and his wife and just various people. that She's just doing her thing here, talking right along. So if you all have any questions for her, press 1 and ask questions, uh, whatever's on your mind, okay? Again, Linda, you have family uh, that are probably, if they're not listening tonight from the 15 states for sure, by the, this time next week, all 15 states will have clued into this interview via this link. And uh, so just know that. Um, Darlene, did you have anything for our guests? Any other questions? I know you do. Mm-hmm. Um you want to tell us any um, tell us about your achievements, your awards? Uh, when you say Paul Quinn, is that in Waco? Yeah. Well, well, I finished in 1972, right? Um, but anyway, I I was listening to the young man, but I was also when I was thinking about uh, not you're not supposed to let you know what some people call disadvantage and. Um, to some people and to others, it's how we see it. And I was really smiling to myself and listening to him because when he said, uh, Sonny Boy, and he went on and I was thinking, you know, the way I saw my grandfather, even though, and you all know, you know, with him having that one arm, uh, he was just always <laughs> able to make things happen when we come visit. He didn't let that uh, keep him from you know, enjoying us. And so yeah. those are the things that made me realize, you know, there's no handicap in us unless we allow it to be. And so that's, that's, what, and so that's what I'm smiling about as you, you called the name. And I was thinking, you know, that that was my joy when we would go, my mother would let us go during the summer. Um, because Grandpa didn't, you know, you didn't see that as stopping us and, and he could he could tell us he could whip he would whip us and that I don't remember him getting the whipping but I know he could <laughs> he he didn't let nothing stop him so why not believe just because that one arm you know and the other one wasn't there uh, right just the one, and the stature you know uh, the stature of who he was to us it made a difference so when we come back we just know you know. Uh, we look forward to doing a lot more so when we go back the next summer we have more to tell him and he would listen, you know. So I can always say, you know, my grandfather made up for a million grandfathers because I can still see. <laughs> I can still see him, you know, I can still see that there was no disadvantage with him, you know. Which which to me made us excel because of what my mother would say about him. And then we got a chance to witness it where, you know, my children didn't get a chance to meet him, but I can tell them enough about him that they can visualize him based on what he was and how he, you know, he gave gave himself to us as a grandfather. So... What do you remember about Uncle Sonny Boy the most? Well, I know you said some things already, but what kind of stands out? What, what, finish this statement. Here is something I will never, ever forget about my grandfather. 
he used to finish that statement, please. If you want to, mm-hmm. if you're able to. Oh. Well, I always remember about my grandfather. Yeah. That he did not make a difference with us. Uh, we wasn't there in Fort Worth like the rest, you know, the other grandchildren. We was there, you know, in, in, in Lincoln. But when we would go, uh, my mother would take us and let us stay, you know, a couple of weeks or a month during the summer. And he never made a difference. I mean, um, we was we was his joy. <laughs> so he would take us and do. And, I mean, we worked, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, we didn't have to feel left out because my mother wasn't there, you know, like the other uh, other sisters. And so I can always remember, like I said, my grandfather. Uh, made up for a million grandfathers. I, I, I wish a lot of people would have had a grandfather like him, that they could look back and still see him even though he's gone. To still see, you know, the statue of who he was and look at his limitations as some of us will take him, but he didn't have any. I mean, he didn't set it up for us to see that. I, I can't say if he had H from not having that other arm. I don't know. But he never demonstrated that he, he was black in anything when he came to us. And so that, wow. that's what I would say about my grandfather. He he made up for me and grandfather. Wow. Well, yeah, we've heard to heaven with Darlene about how Uncle Funny Bone was self-sufficient. I know my mother talked about him, and we got to see him be self-sufficient. We've seen him drive. We went over his place, and all of us have had some experiences sooner or later with Uncle Sonny Boy. Uh, I'm not going to say all, but but most of us older older people, compared some of the younger people, don't know who we're talking about. But um, <laughs> he was one of the pillars in his family. Uh, again, Ed and Isabel, one of the children. Elbert Sonny Boy is who, is who we're talking about tonight, folks. We got his granddaughter on the line, Miss Linda Cooper. And she's doing a good job just bringing Albert Sonny Boy back to life, and as well as them and her mom and kids and siblings. So here's what I like to do. I want to take a little quick break because we need to do a few uh, little family uh, programs we always do on the show, and that is Ecourage and Tasha. And I wanted to ask you, Linda, do you mind us taking some breaks while we do some other things? Just because we're going to come back to you, but we got to get this in. Uh, Ecourage is an inspirational wisdom, word of wisdom kind of a thing that uh, one of our cousins do. We're going to do two of those. Probably do one now and then do Tasha and then we'll come back to you. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay, well, if you don't mind us taking this little break, it, it'll 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 take about oh five or six minutes, and we'll be right back. Okay. Yes. okay. And thank you. We're enjoying this interview so far. You're doing really good. We're doing really good. And family, y'all just stay put again. If you have any other questions or comments for Linda uh, or Darlene or myself, let us know. I uh, just want to get in Tasha uh, quickly and, e- and maybe an encourager. And then we will resume this interview. Okay, just trying to switch things up. I always do stuff so, you know, matter of fact, every single week. So we're going to just switch this up a little bit. But I'm enjoying this interview. I always enjoy hearing about Uncle Sonny Boy, who Mama loved. And I'm sure many other family members did, too. Here's Tasha. We'll be right back. 
Good evening, family. I'm super excited to be with you once again. And as always, I'm anxious to share with you recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. My hope is that it will add a little flavor, healing, and some change in your pockets. My name is Tasha, and I'll go ahead and dive right in and start with the first R of our 3R segment, which stands for Reduced Prices, Recipes, and Remedies. I'll start with... Um, Excuse me. Uh, reduced prices. As you know, uh, we just passed up the holiday Valentine's Day, and over at Target and many other retailers as well, but particularly over at Target, they have 90% off um, on their Valentine's uh, merchandise. And you may think, well, why would I need to buy that now? Either you can buy it ahead of time. Uh, this would be great for, you know, if you have kiddos that are in school, uh, you want to get, you know, uh, V-Day gifts for teachers out of the way right now, or Mother's Day is coming up. And because uh, so, so you can find really cute gift baskets, different things where you can kind of, or you can put together things to make a really good um, Mother's Day gift or add to a Mother's Day gift. Uh, also, over at ABC Mouse, if you have any little ones that you know of, uh, whether whether they be your own or um, you know uh, nieces, nephews, grandkiddos, over at ABC Mouse, it's, it's only two dollars and fifty cents per month for their learning activities and lesson plans right now. Uh, normally, uh, it's $7.95. Now, this is for two for two-month subscription. So what you can do is you can go in and see if you like it. Um, and if you do, great. You can keep going. We actually use this at, at the daycare, and the kids love it. And, and just FYI, if you're a teacher or if you own a daycare, you can use this for free. Uh, and you can a actually share a – it's a simpler version with the parents for free as well, so they can access it at home uh, completely free. So that would be an awesome thing for you to, uh, you know, to take advantage of if, if, you, if you have little kids or if you know uh, of, of, of any little kids. And it's a great program to kind of help prepare them for school or, or even to reinforce what they're doing right now in kindergarten and so on. Um, over at Old Navy, they have an extra 40% off of their clearance plus free shipping, guys. Um, now, you have to use the promo code FREESHIP at checkout. And, and, and what makes it sweet is that you can score an extra 40% off. And so now you do have to use the promo code for the extra 40% off, and the promo code for that is HURRY. So you can use both promo codes. You can stack them, and they have really, really good uh, deals. So, like, for instance, they have, uh, and I actually may go over for my son, um, built-in, uh, they, they have these drawstring pants for men uh, for, you know, $8.99. They were regularly $36.94. They have, you know, jeans for $7.00. So they have some really good deals, little dresses for little girls for about 5 bucks. So you can get some really good deals right now and, um, and take advantage of those sales over there. I'm not sure when this one ends, but, you know, as with anything, you know, with things like this, you know, it's times of the essence because things sell out. Um, let's see. We'll go ahead and dive over and talk about uh, remedies. Truthfully, guys, it seems like everything I run across, if there is something that, if there's an ailment or most of it is tied to, you know, how physically fit and how active we are, one of the things that I've made a commitment to in my own life is that I'm not going to stress myself if I can do an hour every day, but at the very least, we can do 20 minutes. Um, if I'm watching television, I get on the treadmill, you know, at least for 20 minutes. Uh, because if I'm just sitting there doing nothing, you know, we can make, you know, better use of our time wherever we can. And just small steps. It's not about running on the trail mill. It's, it's, it's working at your pace and, build, and building up to, to, to the goals that you set for yourself. So I want to encourage everyone just to get up and get active. And so um, I've been challenging my family 
uh, to do the, to do the same because it's very important no matter what you know physical shape you feel like you're in uh, we're finding that even the younger kids are not in good shape and even the little you know my you know my the, the smallest child in my house I would think that she'd be better in better shape than I am but it seems like sometimes we're running neck and neck well that's not true <laughs> she's in better shape but you guys know what I mean right so let's all get up and get moving, okay? So I think that that would help with a lot of things, a lot of issues that we're dealing with in our lives, whether it be, you know, um, high blood pressure, uh, things that are, you know, ailing our hearts and our kidneys and all that stuff. You know, we need to get, let's start there. And that's a very, very simple thing to do in many cases and, you know, work at your own pace. And lastly, guys, uh, recipes. I actually want to share with you a recipe that I actually did today. Um, it was actually inspired by my niece, Brianna. She made her first um, uh, casserole dish. She made chicken spaghetti. So I tried to do it in a crock pot. As you guys know, I love crock pot meals because I'm super busy. So if I can do anything <laughs> where it's kind of a two-stepper or something like that, it's great. So what I did is I put my chicken in my crock pot. I put cream of mushroom soup, cream of chicken soup, um, Velveeta. Um, now, you guys don't have to use Velveeta. You can use, you know, your other cheese mixtures, but I was kind of taking her recipe and, and trying to expand on it. And I actually put a little bit of cream cheese, and uh, I think that's it to start. Oh, and Rotel, okay? So I started that out, put that, let my chicken cook down, actually overnight, as believe it or not, and then this, and I put it on low, and so it even cooked all the way through today. Um, and so then the last two hours, I put in angel pasta, uh, noodles. So I, I didn't know if it would work. I didn't have to cook the noodles ahead of time. I just put them in there dry. And guys, I must tell you, it came out wonderful. Now, I do like mine to have a crispy top. So what I did was I put it in a baking dish and sprinkled my, you know, my shredded cheese on top. And it is wonderful, I must admit. So guys, experiment with that crock pot. It's a lot of fun and, you know, to keep you from eating out and, you know, going outside of your budget and also to kind of keep you eating healthy. Now, this was not a healthy meal, per se. Lots of cheeses and junk going on in it, but it's a really good tool to use to kind of keep us, you know, keep money in our pockets. And, you know, so we can, the money that we're giving to McDonald's, we can save it and invest it and travel on it and whatever else we need to do. So those $5, $10, $30 for us at a minimum when we eat out, uh, adds up. So uh, let's do better about our fan finances and all of that. So all of this stuff ties together. So guys, I hope that some of what I share with you this evening is helpful. Guys, it's, it is always a pleasure to be a part of this program. I really feel blessed that we have something like this, uh, you know, a part of our family. So guys, I just, I just, I, I don't know what to say. I just think it's great. So anyway, uh, thank you again. And remember guys, family is everything. And until next time, God bless. And here's Gwen Burst for Yesterday's Encourager. That no one could count. From every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. Revelation 7, 9. Christ commands Christians to go into all the world and make disciples. The Lord's vision is for all nations to come to know him through faith in Jesus. There is a divine burden for the burden of sin to be lifted from those who need forgiveness. Our Heavenly Father wants all people around the globe to hear the good news of Jesus and to grow in a personal relationship with Him. Disciples are made by hearing the gospel, believing, and obeying Christ's commands. Is your faith expression landlocked for fear of leaving your comfort zone? Have you experienced the joy of taking Jesus to other shores outside your homeland security? 
Heaven will be populated with people from every tribe and tongue, reached because of the faithful carrying the gospel to faraway places. The evangelist John paints a portrait of diverse ethnicity in eternity, one result of 144,000 Jewish witnesses taking the gospel of Jesus to the ends of the earth, sharing the good news during an economic meltdown and worldwide natural disasters. The Lord's love reaches beyond all geographic borders to bring all cultures to Christ. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may be reached to the ends of the earth. Isaiah 49.6 This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance e-encouraging moment. Be blessed and be encouraged. Anything you heard? 
Yes, I mean, um, I think it's great. Well, all right, all right. Well, listen, we're enjoying interviewing you. And, uh, darling, what did you think of Tasha or anything you heard? Any comments on E. character? I thought that E. character was very both. powerful. They, it all, they always are. But go ahead. Right, right. They all, like you say, they, they always are. And, and Tasha comes up with these recipes. One I wanted to try, I even went out and bought. All the stuff, and now I need to call and ask her for the recipe again. But yeah, it's always good. Always good. Well, Linda, I have a question for you. I think Darlene asked the last question. I have one uh, that I really want to ask you. Um, you mentioned a lot about your grandfather, and again, tonight you can't talk enough about him because oh, these people, you know, folks, the older we get, the older we get, Linda and uh, Darlene, the more we need to talk about. Uh, our elders, because once they're gone, they're only going to live through memories and what we put out there. So it's very interesting you talk about him, so you cannot talk about him enough. Just know that. Uh, but Arlene, Darlene asked you about achievement and awards. Were you done with that? I don't think you were still working on that. Achievements, awards, anything you've done that you're proud of that you think your family might want to know in getting to know Miss Linda Cooper of Fort Smith, Arkansas. My achievements and awards. Oh, I mean, well, I you have mentioned one. one. You have one. Huh? I, I didn't hear I have, you. I have many, but it depends on. Uh, you know, it's like I said. Uh, I hold my teaching license. I'm a mortician and I'm a minister. Um, I do have a master of divinity. So it all begins. You see, what what I was telling you about my grandfather, what I was saying is my mother instilled in us, especially with me being the oldest, I had to lead by example. And I know it came from my grandfather because uh, he had no limit. You know, he he didn't see himself as, you know, being disabled because of that one arm. And she instilled what she saw from her father in us. And so that's why I say, you know, my grandfather makes up for a million grandfather because look at what he left that's been passed on. And by uh, my mother, that's been her father. She passed it on to me. I passed it on to my children. And so, you know, when you look back, uh, I got three grandchildren in college now. Uh, But, you know, 30 years ago, I never even thought about those things would happen. But my grandfather was alive then. My mother was alive. So uh, achievement is how you look at it. What I saw from him didn't have to be with the classroom. But it let me know that I could take my lemon and make lemonade based on what I saw from him. Just like when my son died, I became a mortician. My oldest son is Down syndrome. I'm a school teacher, so I taught him. Um, I mean, he relates very well. Um, you know, it's amazing that how he impressed people of how much knowledge he has. Just because he's Down syndrome, I, I, I didn't let that be a handicap to me, nor to him. And so that's why I said about my grandfather. Uh, it was based on what my mother saw from her father that, 
uh, she didn't see no limit of, of him being, you know, him living himself based on that situation. How it happened, I don't know. There was an interest as a child to know, you know, what, did my grandfather was he born with both arms or something happened to it. I, I just remember my mother said something about uh, something blew up, a hot water heater, I mean, a, a radiator. But that wasn't our biggest thing to want to know. What I can say is that did take his arm. He still didn't let that keep him from letting us see the best of him. Yes, yes. Right. Very powerful. Very powerful. Linda, I'm I'm going to um, tell you some things that some people had said about him. Um, he was a businessman in his own right. Right. A family man. Right. A kind man. Right. A good man. Right. A great man. I'm telling you. Just a, yes. a beautiful person. Okay. And that's what um, I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's this is what when we 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 went through all the siblings from Ed and Isabella and, and that's what people came up with about Uncle Sonny Boy. Um I don't know if you know that he was a self-employed welder. You know, I can't say that I I, I knew or didn't know. What I can say is when we would go, uh, you know, we wasn't there to see him every day, but we saw him in the summer. And with me being the oldest, I can remember uh, whatever he did, he still, you know, if he told us he's going to be back at 5 o'clock, uh, to pick us up, he was gonna be back at five o'clock. What he, what he did in between, if he went to work, I, I can't say, but I can say that he never made a difference between us and Aunt Blanche uh, girls, you know. And they was there in Fort Worth with him. When we came from the country and went to Fort Worth, you know, my grandfather set aside everything to let us know we were still a part of him, and that's why I can say. He made it up for a million grandfathers because every grandfather would have done that. I mean, you know, the grandchildren would have missed out. They they weren't there in the same land with them. Uh, but when they travel, you know, then they got what they could get. But my grandfather wasn't like that. My grandfather made it up for the time to us by being there and making us feel like we had never missed nothing. In, 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 in our absence of not being there in Fort Worth. So uh, everything you said about him, it was him. I mean, mm-hmm. I just never yeah. saw my grandfather any other way but that. Yeah, this is what the family said about him during that time. Yeah. Yeah, this this is so... Mm-hmm. I, I can say he was a statue in his own way, in his own right. He was you know, I was statue. I can still sit to my grandfather, even though he's not uh, with us, but he is with me because I'll always hold and cherish those things that I saw that, that made him uh, the grandfather, my mother's uh, dad, you know, and, and based on and the way she loved her dad. And he just, you know, and when we got a chance to experience 
who he was, I could understand because he he never changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even he would come down, he never changed. When he come down for the Fourth of July, I mean, it was important for him to hug us and kiss us. That that was him, you know, in public. I mean, he and he shine the fact that you know he was country folk. And the other group like kids were city folks. <laughs> I mean, that's how we looked at it. We was country. They were city. But my grandfather didn't make a difference. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let me let me ask you this question, um, Linda, about you. Um, and, and, again, we're just moving right along this interview. Folks, on the phone lines, anybody have questions or comments? And just so you know, Linda, our family's kind of shy. We don't always have a lot of questions, but they're definitely listening. As a matter of fact, they really be listening. I mean, and uh, we've got a lot of families that will tune in tomorrow uh, when you're off the air, and they'll listen, and the next day, and the next day, and really the next we get people listening almost to these shows probably every day. So we just might we just get one hit. We may just get one listen. Uh, let's say a month from now, we just may get one person listen for the month of August. Uh, you know, this year, and it just keeps. It's just so people will be constantly listening to this interview. So just so you know that even if you don't get any questions tonight, you can still gonna be heard by various family members. I have to say that because some people forget that this is a recorded show. This will be around forever. This interview. All right, so. I want to ask you a question about yourself. You're hitting a lot about Uncle Sonny Boy. We appreciate that again. We can't get enough of hearing about him. Um, and uh, so always feel free to just share as much as you want. But I want to ask you a question about you personally. How do you want us to remember you once you're off this line? Once this interview is over, and what do you want us to think of you when we think of Linda Cooper? Albert Sonny Boy's grandson, Thelma's daughter. Once I'm off the line, what would I want to Yes. It's what I tell myself all the time that I was amazing of the greatness of the God that made me because I have a family that has such a unique background and the cultivation of who I am has made me realize that God knew what family to put me in. He knew the obstacles that I was going to be facing. And Uh as I have if I had to tell somebody uh, when I'm off the air is to remember that God knows who you are before he creates you in his mind what he wants from you, even though we don't know. And you don't look at the color of your skin or you don't look at the fact that God made a mistake because he did not. Achieve everything you can based on what you have been put in front of you uh, because it's not time to uh, excel, to be like, I'm not trying to be like my grandfather, to be that statue, but because of him being who, then I have a unique uh, inheritance, I want to say that, yes. 
that been passed down to me, and I just want to to let people know that the best thing we can do is to enjoy, find out the the goodness of that family, and, and I think a lot of about the Douglases. I do, even though my father was a Cooper, but uh, my grandfather just stood out, and so I always have said it's important to to pass along that you cannot have obstacles in your way that you cannot fall. It's only up to you how you look at them. And if you believe you can't cross them, you won't. But it's important to understand if you're looking at the the front forerunners, then you can cross those obstacles because they are none. And so that's what I want people to know, that I, I come from a very rich uh, background. And it's important right. to me to continue to fail. Wow. Yes. That's really good. Yes. My, mother, really my mother died in my mother died in my arm and I did the eulogy. You know, uh and and, and my family my, my brother and sister said, you know, at first but they said, You know what? You made us strong and that's because of the uniqueness of, of the that foundation that was laid before me. And so I, I don't know my grandfather's mother. I just know my grandfather. And I know my grandfather's daughter, which is my mother. And so that's what I passed down to my children and my grandchildren. And I'm getting my first great-grandchild this year, and I'm going to pass that down to her, too. Well, <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, and, uh, and, of course, we, we hear you tonight, and we thank you for bringing um all the history up with regards to your grandfather, and even you talking about your mom, Thelma. I want you to talk about her just a little bit more, because uh, you are a product of that union, and I know that uh, Uncle Sonny Boy had um, uh, Marzella, a Marzella we call her, and she has siblings. Are you cl- are you close to them in any way? Do you know uh, any of them? Do you do you come across their path any, any, any at any time? Do I know who? I know, I know my uncles. Is that, uh, who are you talking about? Say, I'm saying, um, Marzella ain't Marzella. We call her uh, Uncle Sonny Boy's uh, wife, uh, 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 and you know he had kids by another woman. I just want to know, and it's happened. This is life. It's no nothing bad or good. It's just life. And I'm saying, do you know EC or uh, um, any of them on the on that side of the uh, of the family? Yes, if uh, Uncle E.C. is, is, you know, going home, but there's Uncle Joe Boy. Uh, I'm the one that they they always call niece, they niece. Uh, When I was in college, they would come get me. That's niece. You know, if you ever heard of them say niece, they talking about Linda. Linda, the one that was always around, uh, Uncle Joe Boy, Uncle E.C., Uncle Arthur, you know. Yes, I know my uncle. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Cause we are family, and I appreciate you sharing that and letting us know that they call you nieces. So when we hear that, again, our children are coming up, and some of them may tune into this show. They may not listen to it now. They may listen to it a year from now, and you're making all this history. So thank you, Linda, for doing that. So uh, talk a little bit about your mother, just a little bit about your mother. Who was she and how do you want us to remember her, Thelma? 
My mother, my mother, uh, I'm sure it came from, from what I call Sunny Boy. My mother is the one that, um, she, was, she was not only my mother, she was my best friend. She was a person that, you know, um, she disciplined us, but she was still a mother. Uh, she taught us how to, to live out of our boundaries. My mother was a, a, a person that loved and she did for folks. I, I was just thinking earlier before I got on the phone how my mother took a little boy in and he had to do for him just like his uh, brother. Uh, and I know that came from Grandpa because, uh, you know, the love that he had and it was passed on to her. You know, there's no, you know, I, I don't say this just for other people to think that I thought my mother was above other mothers. That's not what I'm saying. But my mother was a legend in her own way, like, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> because even now, when I excel, being the first class to bring a, a, a American car to North Arkansas, I brought three to this area, the first black being uh, American sales director here, the first black at my post office in, in, a, in a town where they said, you know, don't let the... Uh, uh, you know, the sun go down on you back in the day, and I'm still the first black at the post office I'm at. What I'm saying is those things were instilled to my, with me with my mother. My mother was, uh, she went to college, she was a beautician, and she taught me being the oldest that I had to excel based on the position I was in, not based on the fact that I had handicap or obstacles, but I had nine other people behind me looking. And so that was the person. So my mother was, was, as I said, a legend in her own life, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the year that she died, she sent peace for, for, for the community. And I would be calling her, and I knew she was sick, and I would be saying, you know, go to your family and tell them to get on the phone. Then I'd ask her. She said, well, I have to be out there in the PFAS, you know. But I understood that's who she was. To give of herself, so that that was my mother. That's, now, where where was Thelma? Where was your mother Thelma from, please? Huh? Mount Zion. Mount Zion. Okay, Thelma was from Mount Zion. Your mother Thelma was from Mount Zion. Okay. And yeah, what was her yeah. maiden name? Her maiden name. My maiden okay. name was Douglas. Okay. That was her okay. She wore my grandfather's name, yes. She wore, she wore okay. Douglas. She didn't wear anything but Douglas. That's all we knew uh, that her name was. And everybody, you know, Thelma Douglas before she married my father. And your father, uh, his name, please? Gentry Cooper. Okay, okay. Well, folks. Again, uh, you listen to the Douglas County Family Friends Network. I have Linda Coop online all the way from Fort Smith, Arkansas. Darlene is in Austin. And where are you at, family? All over. Phone lines, nice little attendance on the phone line. Appreciate that. A lot of California, Texas. I don't know what these other air codes are, but we see your family. If you have any questions for our guests, please, please press 1. And ask her. 
like I say, Linda, I'd be shocked if somebody do that because we we have a really shy family. But when they do request one and they do talk, we do always have a good time either way. So listen, uh, darling, do you have anything before I want to go to another little short break? And then we're going to come back and ask her a few more questions and then we'll let her go. Uh, again, I want to take a, a little short break, uh, darling, after whatever you have to ask her. We'll take a little short break come back and answer some final questions and we'll wrap this up so again we might not have to go that long tonight family we'll see uh miss linda is doing a good job talking about uncle funny boy i know y'all learned some things i never heard before and i want you to be thinking linda of some things that probably none of us know or maybe we do know and very few of us know put it like that but just keep Talking about as much as you can, uh, again, Uncle Sonny Boy, it's, it's all good. You know, your mother, whoever you really want to talk about, it's up to you, your, your show, your your interview. Uh, but, darling, did you have anything? I wanted to uh, tell her my point of view about her mom. Okay, I met Thelma, I think, right out of high school. And like I was saying when we interviewed Eldridge, we only lived like maybe 20, 30 miles apart, and we didn't know each other. But the moment that I met Thelma, she was always the same, always the same. She never changed. It was always, hey, and it, you just fit right in with That's her. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing. That really is a good thing. Well, um let's do this family. Again, uh Linda just uh, appreciate you just sharing, digging deep into the annals of history and letting us know, educating us about your mom, Thelma and everything. We really, really appreciate that. Um Darlene, I wanted you to do Something really quick. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the Edmonds Bell page? Because we're not we're, we're happy with what's going on on it. We got a lot of postings from various people. I'm gonna call no names out, but just tell us a little bit about the what you'd like to see more on the Edmonds Bell page. We got to keep talking about that page so people don't forget that we have a page on Facebook. And by the way, uh, I want to remind Linda, if you could, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this before the whole family. Linda family is gonna. She's already said she's gonna submit some pictures. Because normally you all would have that now, but unless it's a mystery guest. With mystery guests, the pictures come the next day. So tomorrow, go to the Ed Nisbell page and look for. Well, I'm not gonna say tomorrow. When do you think we can have pictures, Miss Linda? I, I can send some, but I told you what I was gonna do is send some when I go to uh, Texas this weekend uh, to my daughter's ordination. Because I'll be with my grandchildren and my. You know, my my daughter, and so that maybe was, next okay. Monday. Huh? Maybe next Monday. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going. I'm leaving Friday, but an ordination is Saturday, so we're probably going to be taking pictures, and uh, I will either send them to you or send them to him. But and of course you'll see me. But I, I mean, I can send pictures of me and Jim now, but. You know, some of those pictures are 10 years old. 
But okay. Yeah. Well, we'll just we'll just say this. We'll just I'm just letting the family know that look for those pictures. You heard the timeline she's giving you. Just no pictures are coming on you see Linda Cooper, that was the person we interviewed on the Ed and Isabel page. So just know that family, okay? So we'll just re- we'll just leave it at that and just look for those pictures. Everybody's gonna be looking now for them, okay? No, that's fine. I don't mind sending pictures to, you know, like I said, they're part of, the, of my grandfather that's been passed on down to them, too. All right, all right. Well, folks, let's take a little break. We'll be right back to ask our guests some final questions. And those of you on the phone lines, remember, uh, y'all can tone in anytime you want. We'll be right back, folks. Good morning and happy Monday. This is Gwen Burks with the Christian Women's Unity Alliance E-Courager. Before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. Revelation 7-9. Christ commands Christians to go into all the world and make disciples. The Lord's vision is for all nations to come to know him through faith in Jesus. There is a divine burden for the burden of sin to be lifted from those who need forgiveness. Our Heavenly Father wants all people around the globe to hear the good news of Jesus and to grow in a personal relationship with him. Disciples are made by hearing the gospel, believing, and obeying Christ's commands. Is your faith expression landlocked for fear of leaving your comfort zone? Have you experienced the joy of taking Jesus to other shores outside your homeland security? Heaven will be populated with people from every tribe and tongue, reached because of the faithful carrying the gospel to faraway places. The evangelist John paints a portrait of diverse ethnicity in eternity, one result of 144,000 Jewish witnesses taking the gospel of Jesus to the ends of the earth. Sharing the good news during an economic meltdown and worldwide natural disasters. The Lord's love reaches beyond all geographic borders to bring all cultures to Christ. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may be reached to the ends of the earth. Isaiah 49.6 This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance encouraging moment. Be blessed and be encouraged.
Somebody's asking how long will prejudice blind the visions of men. I come to say to you this afternoon, however difficult the moment, yes, sir. however frustrating the hour, it will not be long no, because truth crushed earth will rise again. Yes, sir. How long, not long, yes, sir. because no lie can live forever. Yes, sir. How long? Not long. Because you shall reap what you sow. How long? Not long. Truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet that scaffold sways the future. Behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadow, keeping watch above his own. How long? Not long. Because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. How long? Not long. Because mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He's trampling out the village where the grapes of wrath are stored. He's loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible twist. His truth is marching on. He has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never call retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him 
Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Uh, 
that if we trust and believe that God uh, will see us through, He will. And I, you know, and I text my my brothers and sisters about a week ago, and I said, every Wednesday, you all fast, you know, give up meat. Uh, you'd be surprised what it would do for you. Like I said, I just completed the Daniel fast, but since I've been here in Arkansas, I have learned to do some fasting. I have done a whole lot of 21 days on water. I've done as many as 28 days on nothing but water. I've gotten a chance to pastor here in Arkansas. And one thing about it, I learned how to weather the storm from Texas because that was my foundation in Christ. So it has helped me being here in Arkansas. I'm not saying there's no sanctions in Arkansas. That's not what I'm saying. But my foundation was laid in Texas where I realized that I have I, I have a powerful God to lean and to trust and depend on, and he will see me through. So that's what I would share with everybody, that we are in a time now that it's not only about reading the Word, it's about being able to trust God in the Word and then to come empty sometime to him so he can uh, make it plain, as my, my grandchildren say, but we call it clarification, you know, so he can give us some clarity of where he's taking us uh, because the president is going to be di- – this president is going to be different. He's going to be different for us. Mm-hmm. Sure is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <It> really is. <laughs> this president, like I say, but, but I – I, I don't let it bother me uh, that that he's in office. I just say to those of us, like I was talking in class, um, you know, God is still present, but he also is getting us getting us ready to to not only you know read the, the word, but believe the word and trust the word and stand on the word and. And, and then the other thing I, I say to everybody, um, us blacks know how to do it anyway because we've been taught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've been taught because if there's nothing else, we can look Linda, back here. Linda, our Linda, hold, one hold on one second. Let me remind everybody, folks, I do this every single time. This Every week I, this, this time i got to let everybody know. If you clicked on the show, if you're listening to this show by you clicking on a link and you're listening over your computer or over your phone even by clicking on a link, you're going to be disconnected in like 60 seconds. You need to call the phone line 914-205-5590 quickly, quickly, quickly. You have to call the phone line. We only contracted to 10, and when we go over, you have to be on the phone. You can't be on the computer. Okay, so now we're four two zero five 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 nine zero. Go ahead, Linda. Sorry about the interruption. No, that's okay. No, but what I'm saying is, as I was telling my class last night, we're gonna be all right because if we go back and look at our forefathers and what we saw them do, uh, you know, going through uh, picking cotton, chopping cotton, working uh, for, for for them, and to realize what what. Uh, it kept them humble, but they 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 trusted in the God that we 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 trust now that because we weren't there when they were doing all that. Uh, you know, because my grandmother, uh, 
When she died in 97, my mother, mother, she was 105. So you you can realize what she went through. Uh, so we, we as Christians, we have to understand that with this new president, he he he's going to give some of us a, a taste of the test of our belief. <laughs> and that's how I see mm-hmm. it. I mean. He's going to what? What did you say? He's going to what? He's going to give us a taste of our test of our belief, you know. This guy that we serve, we trust, you know, we're going to learn. And and I I taught my children, I say, you know, it's not not a sin if we don't fail. But God does uh, expect us. He don't require us, but he expects us to do it. And with this new president, we're going to learn that fasting ain't going to be hard because it's going to be different. Well, I True. think you just spoke by the Spirit, and I really mean that. I'm not being religious. I think you just said something that the family needs to hear by the Spirit. Uh, as you know, the Scripture says, This kind cometh out, but by prayer, prayer and fasting. Christ did something in his time, and we better be doing it in our time, something called casting out spirits. And his disciples were casting out spirits left and right. And when they came across a certain spirit, they couldn't cast it out. And they say, why were we not able to tell this spirit to leave this person? And they leave like all the other spirits did. And Christ said something very interesting in Matthew 17 and 21. It's also in Mark 9 and 29. He said, this kind, this kind of spirits... Come out only. Finish that. Finish that, Glenda. By fasting and praying. By fasting and praying. So fasting and praying causes us to be a little bit more sensitive to spiritual issues. People say, why do you need to fast? Why do you pray? What's the whole thing of putting your food away? Even if you're not a Christian, and I hope you are, I hope we all believe this on this line, but even if you're not, and you fast and pray, those people are more in tune to the spiritual realm. Maybe not be the right spirit, maybe, but they are more spiritual. It's something about getting your flesh under control when you deny food day after day. It just breaks down and gives in, and you're able to hear the Father more. And I think you just gave a good word, good word on that reality, uh, real-life question we ask. We call it a real-life question. Thank you for doing that. That was pretty good. Well, I want to ask, I'm going to let, go ahead, darling. I know you have another question probably, and after you do that, I'm going to ask the final question. Let's see. Um, You pretty much told us who you think and why, and you told us about your parents and your grandparents. And then you went to the real-life question, and you told us about your achievements and your hobbies. Did you tell us who is Linda Hooper? Really? Yeah, she kind of asked that, like when I said, how do you want to be remembered? She talked about her... um, 
favorite pastime. She hit that another way. She just kind of did it kind of a roundabout way, but she did it. Okay. Did you want to add to what uh, Darling is saying? Anything you want to add as far as who is who is Linda Cooper? Yes, I'm a I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a mother. I'm a friend. Um, I'm a child of God, and I'm a, a believer that. Who I am came down from the foundation of the throne, and then it touched my grandfather and my mother, and it was passed on down to me. So it's not because I've been in ministry 40-some years. It's because the foundation was laid that we walk um, by faith and not by sight. So the person I am, I'm a people person. I tell people this, I love them in life as well as death. Being a minister and mortician. (laughs) So that's who I am. Uh, My children say I'm a leader, not a follower. I'm an example setter. I'm someone that you want to watch. My mother used to tell us, you uh, hitch your wagon to the uh, a, a wagon that's moving And so If it moves, you move And so that's who I am I I have a motto That I taught my kids And I will say this for everybody here I used to say to them Tell people uh, If you're not going my way, get out of my way Don't hinder me Because I got somewhere to go God depending on where <laughs> I'm going and my destination will show that I have a God that I'm following, and I dare not allow you to hinder me because at the end of the day, I'll have to answer, and God is not taking any excuses. That's who I am. Great. Interesting. Great. Interesting. Well, well uh, had mentioned who do you think? Who do you think and why? Who do you think? I don't know if you... You hit that a little bit, but who do you think and why? Who do I think for what? What do you mean? Who do you think in life just for who Linda is? Who do you? Who would you think? Who would you pay homage to for who Linda, what Linda has become? Um, and I'm going to tell you this right here. Let me just say this. You know, I hope people really listen to what you said tonight. You know, I'm going to be very honest. You don't talk very loud like I do. You talk very, you know, and if people don't really listen, they can miss what you're saying. But you've said some very strong things tonight. Very strong, practical, application-type things. And you said a lot about uh, Uncle Sonny, but we really appreciate that. But I like what you said about your mom and the things she passed on to you. You have said some very good uh, what they call family value core belief system. So it sounds like you got a good raise, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you sharing that. But who do you think and why? Who do you think? Who are you thankful to? Okay. First and foremost, um, I'm going to always thank God for creating me. But then we we, we never talk about uh, my mother's mother. Uh, because she she wasn't a Douglas, but my grandmother, 
that had Indian woman was the greatest grandmother there is. I I I said like I said by my grandfather, she made up for a million grandmothers. Uh, I saw her do things. Uh, I can remember she was in her late seventies and she wanted me to teach her how to drive. <laughs> oh, but she didn't learn. But you know, it was those kind of things you you saw people, you saw them. So I would I would say you know God being first. Um, my grandmother, my grandfather, my mother, uh, and then I've learned some from my daughter, the oldest one, uh, that had a baby at 14. And I can remember when she said she wanted to have that baby. And I look at who she is now. She's a minister. She's an elder. She's got three in college. And she's going to get her degree this year. Uh, and, and, and she said, you know, I knew I could do all of these things. Watching my mother raise five children as single and told her, that she was going back to get her master's degree, and only person to bring F home was her. And so she expected us to bring A. She said, the way I'm going to get them from you is every A you bring home, you get $10. Every B, you get 5 Now, If you bring a C, you pay me. F, you, you, you don't discuss an no, a D, you don't discuss an F, don't come home. <laughs> so... Uh, when I look back at, at those kind of things, I look at the people that was in front of me because that's the way I felt about my grandfather, my mother, my my grandmother. And I always had to achieve to be the best because what I saw from them was the best. Um, back when, and I know some of these people probably know what I'm talking about, back in the day when they used to make dresses out of um, flower sacks, I watched my mother make us dresses because so many other girls had the same dresses, but she made them different because we was different. And that's what I want to say. I come from a, a family of uniqueness that made a difference from my grandfather, my grandmother, and my mother. And that's how I see me. When I'm gone, my children and people that have passed my way will say I made a difference. Just by meeting Linda, she made a difference in my life. And that's that's how I see me. Did I answer your question? Did I answer? I don't know. <laughs> Set? Maybe we lost him. That's probably what happened. But we're st- still on, and we'll just go through this and then um, call it a day because this is about TNTN. You know, I was saying that you came on and you told us to reach for the stars, and then you said it doesn't matter where God sends you, you can still be yourself. And then you dropped into lead by example. And I think okay, sorry about that. Can y'all hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Go ahead with what you was doing, darling. I don't know what happened. I popped off for some weird reason, but go ahead. Okay. I was telling her what she had came through and told us. Reach for the stars. Uh, it doesn't matter what God sent you. You can still be yourself. Lead by example. 
trust and believe that we'll be okay. And she said that um, she learned from the storm from Texas, and that was her foundation. And she said, read the word, believe the word, live the word, stand for the word. Then, of course, we had to go to the president, and we said, God is the president, and that we're going to be okay because we are from strong people. And I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't know how much y'all heard of me. When did I just go out? What was the last thing y'all heard me say? <laughs> I mean, have y'all been able to hear me at all? I mean, I've been talking up a storm. Did you hear me talk about the last words? No, we did not. I don't know where I left off at, but listen, um, again, um, did you hear me name the states? No. Okay. What I said, and I heard y'all continue talking, so that was good that y'all didn't miss a beat. But I was just saying the last question for tonight, and again, thank you for coming on. Uh, To our family members listening to Linda Cooper, granddaughter of Elbert Sonny Boy, listening in Kansas, Florida, Texas, California, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan even Alaska, Oklahoma, Ohio, Arizona, Pennsylvania. What are your last words to your family tonight, Miss Linda Cooper? I love you. Keep your heads up and fly high if God will take you. Say it again since that was short and sweet. Who did I say? I said, I love you. I said, fly high and go as high as God will take you. Well, I thank you. And uh, before I put you on hold, I just want to, again, thank you for accepting the invitation. I just want to say to you, I appreciated this interview, and I hope a lot of people really heard you. Uh, It's one of those interviews where, you you know, uh, if you don't listen carefully, you'll miss the whole thing. But you said some very key things, probably one of our most serious interviews we've ever had in terms of practical teachings. Uh, you, 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 you was really in a lot of people's grill about their relationship with the Father without being judgmental. I mean, serious. So thank you again for coming on. Uh, darling, any last words to her? I'm gonna, uh, 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 any last words to Miss Cooper before we go? I want to say thank you again for coming on short notice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, you know, being a minister since I was 19, I was taught to be also ready. Amen. Yeah. In no season and out. In no season and out. Well, all right, Linda, I'm going to go ahead and meet your line, and we'll just be in touch waiting on those pictures to put on the Ed and Isabel page, okay? All right, then. All right, that's Miss Linda Cooper. I promise you, a lot of people won't. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say that. I'm not, I'll be optimistic, but you know, she just kind of spit truth out there. And a lot of times, when people saying some of the things she's saying, they get loud. They put some emotions behind it, and she just kind of just said all the same tone. But she said some very powerful things, especially about worry and anxiety and all that's going on, which is. 
I don't know about nobody else, but the, the family I'm around and the friends I'm around, they are saturated with fear and worry around about now. Life is very uncertain for a lot of people all over this country. And our cousin tonight said some very critical things that people would just listen. So anyway, uh, Darlene, any last words, and then we'll wrap up this show. No, I I really appreciate her coming on, and hopefully it, we will stay in contact with her. Yes, yes, yes. So we have to remember our cousin. I love how she talked about uh, her relationship with uh, EC and all of them. How they, you know, how they call her Nisi, and that was pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. We all one family, folks. We all one family. Just trying to, as the Bible said in Ezekiel thirty-seven, those dry bones that couldn't come together, and he ended up talking about these people wanted up being a great and mighty nation. They was dry because they was disconnected, and God said, prophesy unto these dry bones. And the prophet did, and they became a nation. From dry bones came a mighty nation. That's why I prayed, played that clip. That was the very first clip I played on this show, Ezekiel 37. Let me do it again sometime. Anyway, darling, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you for uh, just helping me out tonight. Tonight was a started out, uh, you know, before the show was rough. But once we got going, everything worked. The work, you know, was was it fell did. in line. Yes, it did. So anyway, I'll, darling, I'm gonna go ahead and meet your line, and I'll be in touch with you as well as we get those pictures on the Ed and Isabel page. Okay. Take care. All right. And that was darling, folks. Well, again, I enjoyed that. It's one of those shows that was just, you had to really listen and pay attention because Sister Girl, y'all's cousin, just really said some key things. Serious. I'm very serious. And uh, <laughs> it's just the way it is. You know, a lot of times warning come before destruction. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but warning come before destruction. God will send a prophet. And he'll, they'll give a word. And they won't always be no whole lot of emotions. Sometimes that still small voice will tell you, don't go here, don't go there. It ain't going to be yelling. It's just going to come and it's going to go. If you don't listen, it can cause you your life. It can cause you your life. So I'm going to play this song to our cousin who was just on, and uh, hopefully she, she still, she's still on. This is to you, Miss Linda Cooper, and all of the women in this family that is truly, sincerely seeking the heart of God. This is to you, and this is Brenda Nichols. It's an old one, but goodie. Good night, family. Love every single one of y'all, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. This is Brenda Nichols. Check this out. Joyfully 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.